First time using Adobe Audition. Adobe Audition. But uh, first off, thank you all. Uh, another episode of Beers, Bongs, and Battle Axes. We have my buddy Trip here. Um, and Trip, you can go ahead and introduce yourself, and we all bring up everything. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Trip, uh, for those who don't know. And uh, I own a podcast studio myself, uh, some other little businesses, have two dogs, and a uh, very avid fantasy football player. <laughs> How are you doing this year? I was doing really well till last week. I was in playoffs in every single one, and oh no, what happened? I, I got knocked out of every single three of my three leagues. Oh no, oh, man! Yeah, I just had a, all your players have a bad game. No, it was fucking Jonathan Taylor's fault because he was out for the bye week last week, and it, it just screwed me. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all good. I'll be the first to admit that I barely understand fantasy football, but I appreciate those people who are all about it. Yeah, I used to. This was like the first year I took like a year or two off. Okay. I haven't done it since like the pandemic. Partially like our crew split. Well, we just kept losing people. And then it just was like, there's only four of us. What's the point? Oh, it, it, it totally happens, man. Especially, I, did, I used to run my uh, a fantasy league for my fraternity back in school. Oh, wow. And it was it was very time consuming just to try to get all set up, making sure all your friends and, and shit are there and Yes, it's, sometimes it's hard to keep it going. It's almost as complicated as like running a Dungeons and Dragons game. It really is just D and D for fantasy for football nerds. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. If you get on Yahoo or something, they I take saw care of everything. I saw a meme the other day that was like, um, "Fantasy football is just Dungeons and Dragons for people who are not good at fantasy or football." <laughs> yeah, that's very. That's very true. That's awesome. Like how that. how many uh, times have you won? I've won three leagues so far. Oh wow! And in one of the leagues, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. I was I was running the fa- the uh, football league for my fraternity after college. Yeah. And I collected all the money up because I was commissioner, and we had about three hundred dollars. Ooh, that's and a nice pot. Very nice. <laughs> it, it was awesome, and I was dumb as shit and forgot that that was the the money in my Venmo for that, and I spent all of it at the bar. Oh. Oh no. So <laughs> it was it was me and someone else in the finals, and oh. I was I was sweating my dick off because I was like, if I don't lose this, I'm gonna have to pay this guy three hundred dollars <laughs> in my account. <laughs> And you're like, I don't have that money. Ah! <laughs> exactly. I won. I won by point one points. Oh my god, dude! Bravo, that's sir. Very what? nice. I'm still Can stressed I, about it. It was it prophetic. Was... You're like, I'm going to subconsciously <laughs> spend all three hundred dollars because I know I got this. <laughs> was it like a uh, like fourth fourth quarter play or something? Yeah. To where it was point one. It's like oh, garbage time. Oh, garbage time. Oh, yeah. that's the best. I love garbage time. Oh, that's fantastic. I love how before we started recording, we're like, yeah, we're gonna keep the fantasy football talk to the end of the ha- the back half of the podcast and then we just I, come out swinging with it. <laughs> we're like fuck I, it we're talking football now but baby what, whatever makes everybody comfortable it does not matter <laughs> oh i'm having a grand old time I, right unless, now unless of course we wear red hats and yeah and discuss trump <laughs> we can, <laughs> we can. <laughs> no thank you uh so one question i did have why do you think arizona is um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, the one question One question I did have is you said you uh, own a podcasting studio. I'm assuming that means you also run some podcast, correct? Yeah. Or do you just rent it out to people? All, all the above. But we, we really specialize like for the studio aspect and distribution, uh, helping out with editing, production. Even we do studio space as well. I do, I do have a, stu- uh, a podcast called Art Mart. It's on Spotify. Uh, I've heard Amazon. a couple ups. You guys are good. I'm Thank gonna you. have to check yeah. that out. Uh, who do you release it through? Uh, I, I use Lipson. 
Lipson's oh, my distributor. I haven't actually oh, okay. heard of that one before. We go through uh, Anchor. Okay, okay. Well, I, I, the reason I like Lipson so much is, is the, the, the statistic value out of it, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I, I know every single country, every single town that's listening to my podcast, and I can kind of, like, change, like, you know, hashtags and change locations wow. and that, based off that. That is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Anchor does similar. Yeah. But not as in depth. Like the only ones that we can really see are the ones that have a higher percentage of views than everyone. Yeah, it's only like because broad. we've been right. seen in some like 15, 16 countries, but a okay. lot of them, our views are so low that it just doesn't have any information on where those listens are coming from. Well, that kind of sucks because you should know that. Like it doesn't matter if there's, I had this happen to me, like one person in Norway that listens, you know, like I want to know. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. And give them that shout out. I'd be like, hey, the person in Norway, thank you so much for. Do you have like a long list of just like one person listening in different countries to where it's it's just a long list of this one's in Norway, this one's in blah, this one's in blah. So there's there's when you go into Lips and the statistic side of it, it, it has a bunch of different things all the way from like an actual you could, there's an actual map of the world mm-hmm. and the countries that listen to your stuff pop up in white. Or oh whatnot, wow! Right, and then you can click on the country; it goes even deeper. Like, you click on America, I can go into every single city or every single oh, state wow. and check on what city is you know, excuse me, is popping up. That's intense that we have that technology. It's it's ins- it, we're always being watched. Everyone that's like, oh, there's a, there's a microchip in the vaccine. It's like, dude, your phone is <laughs> it's chipped already. Oh yeah, <laughs> your phone, your TV, yeah. your Xbox, yeah. fucking everything, and everybody's sharing exactly. your data with everyone. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they and usually enable it for fucking Bumble, Tinder, or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And the reason why it doesn't really concern me is because I we've kind of grown up in this era of everything's being shared. Like you got me when I was in high school, so. There's nothing I can do about <laughs> yeah. it now. I've just accepted it. It's like, you know what? If you're going to watch me jerk off while I'm like on that TV, <laughs> like if you're sitting there like the NSA is watching like Go For It, man. You're getting a show. Hey, you know what? I look at it. I look at it. How long do you go for federal... with these marathon runs? <laughs> <laughs> I look at it as if there's a federal agent watching me jerk off on my phone or TV, then that's just another therapist I'm keeping in business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone cares. Someone... <laughs> well, he cares. <laughs> Just a thank you letter after. You get like Hold some ra- like random like text message from a number you don't know. It's like I saw that. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. That says more about you than it does yeah. me. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Just send it back. It's like you know, porn's free, right? <laughs> I don't care. I fell into the OnlyFans trap. <laughs> One I, girl, man. It's, it's a twap. <laughs> it started with a free dick rating, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> they gave one free picture. Thanks, Yelp. <laughs> Hey, so I want to say that we met from the uh, yes, the yes. Denver. Uh, oh God, Denver's blind. It? Denver's blind. <gasps> yeah, I've this heard is... so much about yep. this from Marcelo in the time that he's been on this podcast, <laughs> but I still have yet to go out and find it. And yeah, because well, it was you had to pay three bucks if I recall to even watch yeah. it. I will pay that fucking money, Marcelo. Because we've had uh, Christina on before with our uh, oh, really? impression episode. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. But cool. I mean, aside from that, uh, did you ever find love in that? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, dog. No, I mean it was a fun experience though. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I'm glad I did it. I mean, I got to meet you and some other people. Uh, still friends with Christina. Like it was a cool experience. It's just like weird that it happened. <laughs> Listen, oh, we agree. all did desperate things during the pandemic. I was like, yeah, let's let let's let me be on a fucking reality show during quarantine on <laughs> Dude, Facebook. <laughs> that's what that's what I felt, and I didn't. I know they like were making fun of us because they didn't. We didn't use the forums, but apparently, like the women did the whole time. But it's like we didn't really have much to say. What if I can say it? this chick's hot? Like they're gonna make fun of us for saying that. Yeah, exactly. Shit about it. Yeah. 
And if we go, like, become, like, fucking, uh, you know, locker room talk, then it's just going to be like, oh, that's on that individual, and we're just going to be automatically aided. Yeah, ex- exactly. And what, what I thought was, this is the best part about that whole situation. Yeah. The absolute best part was <laughs> they did it on Facebook, and then all of us are in a group together. Yeah. Right? And Facebook automatically puts suggested views for friends from the groups you're in. <laughs> yeah, so we knew. You knew exactly who everyone was, and there's supposed to be a blind sh- dating show. Oh, no. Yeah. And so I saw everyone, like, the next day, like, after our first group, is like, this t- Taylor, Christina was like, I was like, I shouldn't look, but I'm going to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's on the suggested friends. It's like, I can't not look. I looked at everybody. I was like, yeah. I, che- I cheated, whatever. <laughs> they should have been better with the rules. It, it's true. It's true. Because we were the first, and then they had one more go-around, and then they just canceled it? They didn't They didn't go through the second one, I don't think. Oh, okay. The second one never happened. Oh, okay. I thought they at least went through a round or so. Well, who, was that, who was that guy that was running it? Um, uh, Nate. I actually Nate. still have him. He's, he's, a, he's a cool dude. He really is, he's yeah. A, he's a cool dude. I've been wanting to try and get him on. Oh, that'd be, that'd, you know, that'd be cool for us to do a reunion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, we should try and set that up for either your great. podcast or this podcast. That would be, be I would love great. to be on that. We should do a joint podcast. That oh, would definitely. be awesome. Definitely. I'm super down. I've never done something like that before, so yeah, you'd have to walk us through the logistics of it, but I'm so down. Yeah, we'll yeah. just get all of us in a room with some microphones, and we'll just do a joint podcast. We'll we can do it at my studio here, whatever. I oh, have. yeah, man. I would love to be a part of that just to see, obviously see everybody, but just... I feel like online, it, we just, it was so kind of awkward of just, yeah. they, they threw us all in, and then it was like, all right, be personable. <laughs> well, yeah, we all have anxiety, and it's a, a fucking pandemic right now. <laughs> How am I supposed to be personal? Yeah, we're, we're all stressed personable. out. We're all broke. We all can't, can't, you know, it's just, it's a fucked up situation. Oh, Did yeah. you guys make any money from doing that Denver's blind thing? I didn't. I didn't even get a kiss. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a date, so. <laughs> Feels bad, man. I got a yes, and I didn't get a date, so it's like <laughs> I, I got fucking gypped. Uh, sorry to backtrack a little bit. No, man. Uh, I just got a new phone today, so I'm having to re-log in to every fucking thing. That sucks. Because <laughs> it's the password is by itself. Well, yeah. Um, but it's just the, this is like the light version of what you were talking about yeah. through Anchor is uh, since 3% of our views have come from Germany so far, I can see nice. that... Uh, that we have been viewed in Hesse, Thuringia, and Saxony-Anhalt. Do you, yeah. if I, do you mind if I look at it? Yeah, just, go just, right just ahead. Take, take a look at it. Shout out, people. Yeah, if you want, if anyone here wants to sponsor us, Anchor, Libsyn, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> please do. Hit any of us up, please. Yeah, please. We're desperate. <laughs> I don't um, want to work retail for the rest of my life. I think if we ever got like a large sum, we'd have to get a tattoo of their name. And oh, yeah. What's funny about... That is because you have to back out uh, when you're looking at the city details from a country. But it takes you all the way out to this tongue-in-cheek menu where it's like, 100% of your views are on Earth. (laughs) Zero on Mercury. (laughs) One on Mars. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, oh. That poor guy. That poor guy. (laughs) One on Mars, like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's it's a guy Elon sent really early. He was like, scope it out, man. (laughs) No, no, it's not even a scout. That was somebody who pissed him off at Tesla. He's like, get rid of him. It's a goddamn intern. (laughs) (laughs) He fucked up my coffee order for the last time. Send him to Mars. He gave me a hot coffee. I wanted iced. No, but but, uh, I... I don't like that, to be honest, with the statistics. Oh, no, it's very bare bones, it, and it is. is a little yeah. upsetting. And it's, it's hard. It's, what if you don't have the information that you, that you need for your podcast, it's hard to, to, to connect with your market the right way. Yeah. Right. Right, and you want to be able to connect with your fans and connect with people that's out there. Like, we have, like, Belgium and Ireland, for some reason, are eating my shit up. 
over uh, for art, the art show. Yeah. The Ireland's Do they also listen to the beauty. podcast? Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, now I give shout outs and stuff directly to like the Dublin and then oh wow to like uh, into Belgium and. They keep on listening now. Now, do you ever feel like you're leaning into it too much to where it might get rid of any potential uh, people that come and listen in? What are you saying? Like, is he scaring away the French because he's shouting out the Irish? Well, you're man. driving away Utah to celebrate Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do think that there could be too much yeah. at some point. Like, you can overdo it, like, 100%. But <laughs> they just, just come on, oh, shalali to y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use your dipstick, Jimmy. <laughs> no, but uh, I think that the, just giving like a little shout out every now and then, like doesn't have to be every single time. Mm. But but understanding your audience is so important to building a podcast and building your brand and understanding what they want to listen to. Like we have a we have like have been doing a very free form podcast for art yeah. because art is very free. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And it, it's de- it's defined by your individual. Like Steve down the road is not going to believe what art is compared to you. It's just your right perception. It, 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 yeah. So much of it is your environment and how you were raised and what yeah. can, constitutes uh, art for okay, you. Okay, I, I apologize right. for taking over for this part, but the uh, uh, the <laughs> Denver uh, Contemporary Art Museum, that place is so fucking hilarious and sad. It really is. Yeah, Wait, like, is that different than just the regular Denver Art you, Museum? You go down there and it's like what people make fun of in shows because it's people really into themselves. I watched that there was a statue of three boxes, one a Wii, one a 64, and one a Switch. It was like in a triangle, and it was just like a postmodern, uh, like thank you to Nintendo, and it was like faded boxes that they just got from like fucking, uh, like a arc or something like that. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! And then you had some woman repeating like five different things, um, like just like apples, bananas, oranges, apples, bananas, oranges, and that was going on constantly when you're in the room, and it's just nothing but tiles all around, and you open it, and there's just different tools in the different. Uh, <laughs> this was an art piece. So basically what you're saying, <laughs> this is a space for uh, people who made something and their explanation for why it's art came from a week-long bender of fucking <laughs> DMT and weed. Saying you don't understand art. Yeah, l- l- let me say this after doing like 32 episodes of, of an art show, right? There's yeah. a difference between art and crazy. <laughs> it's straight up. There's a difference. Like there's a straight up. And it's difference. not that thin of a line. You no, would think it would be, man. but it's really not. It's literally by a hair. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually the, the smallest tiny diameter hair you've ever found. That's what it is. <laughs> the difference between that. What do you think of like abstract painting? Because I, I dated a girl who was an abstract painter, and she was a different. See, what, what is abstract? Is that like Jackson Pollock paintings and shit like? You that? just throw shit around. Yeah, it's it's like very like almost like random to us. But very structured to the, the artist itself, like yeah. makes sense to them that you have to kind of find the meaning through it. But um, I mean, I'm for me, like I'm not the painter in the group. Yeah, I'm the musician. Like I, I, oh, I, do, awesome. I do that kind of well, stuff. I didn't know you're a musician. Yeah, I play uh, drums, piano, guitar, and I try to sing. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I used to be in a few bands, and then um, in college, I was a music conservatory for guitar. Any uh, any bands we would know? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I've not never even, heard of them. No, not yet. Not even a little bit. Like I, I, I don't even think I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I did uh, music business in school, whatever. That's what the, the, this whole podcasting thing for, for me started off as. I had, like, a shit ton of music equipment, like mixers and IOs and microphones and all this stuff from me doing it in college, like recording bands. And yeah. I thought that was going to be my journey, and it definitely wasn't. So I had all this shit just sitting in my storage unit. I was like, how can I make money off this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Podcast. How, uh, how good are you brilliant. guitar? That's um, I'm mad decent. <laughs> Play <for laughs> I'm mad decent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it next time. 
Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I'm going to live a live show. I'll send the fuck out of y'all. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, what What was your Bring preferred... Bring more of this uh, What music did you play when you were uh, playing music, thinking that was going to be your journey? Oh, well, like, I was, like, really, really inspired by Blink-182. Nice. Oh, okay. Like, super yeah. inspired by, like, their, like, their harmonies, the way, like, the drums match the rhythmic patterns. Yeah. But I also really liked metal and stuff, too, like, the actual, like, harmonies on guitars. Like, oh, you know, yeah. dueling guitars for me Definitely. is sex. Oh, <laughs> There's nothing better than dueling guitars. I'm sorry, Marcel. You're probably going to hate me for this, but we have a man who is both a musician and the host of an art <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So I just have to ask you, thoughts and opinions on the band Guar? Outrageous. Dude, <laughs> semen cannons? Oh, yeah. Really? Blood he loves cannons. Them. Like, I mean, like, I'm literally. just going to sit back. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back. I mean, I'm, I don't listen to a lot of their music at all. But I respect what they've done, and I love their stage presence. Oh, the, it's an experience. It's the only band in metal where a concert isn't just a concert. You're getting live theater performance art. Some, in my opinion, really solid thrash metal, uh, hardcore punk music, and just blends together so well. Plus, the added, uh, I'm a horror fanatic, and that's what yeah. everything they do is based on. And it's Definitely. Just, Mm, chef's kiss well and the, and the funny part is it's almost like gallagher for metal fans you know like oh, yeah. everyone's wearing plastic t-shirts like, oh yeah. hell yeah. yeah everyone's wearing plastic t-shirts because like there's shit all over the place i have yep. a collection in my closet of uh formerly white t-shirts i wear a plain white t-shirt to every guar concert and they all look different by the end of the show <laughs> that is the best <laughs> idea i've ever heard for any show is like taking a different color <laughs> same t-shirt and then having different oh yeah <laughs> it looks it. great <laughs> Oh, I'm so gonna take my switch. Take my switch. Oh yeah, go quick. ahead. That's perfect for like that environment and uh, like EDM, because oh, EDM yeah. used to be like a lot of shows instead of the music. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And now yeah. it's just a pe- bunch of people with millennium shirts on and Red Rocks, or people fucking obsessed with Grizz. I feel oh, like definitely. there are hardly any raves around here anymore. I feel like fucking when I was just out of high school and in my early twenties, like. Every month, there was another nationally known rave coming here, whether it was Global, EDC, just things that were selling out like the First Bank Arena. Yeah. And you hardly ever hear about that anymore. I got a prediction about that, right? Yeah. Like, music has changed so much, especially live, the past year and a half, right? Definitely. Especially. So you're seeing a lot less of these massive shows a lot less of like the the big like there's like four headliners that are all like it's like Blink One Two, Sum Forty One, you know like all that kind of stuff. And they're like this concert starts at eleven a.m. You're gonna be here all fucking day, boys oh, yeah. and girls. Right. And I got a prediction that it's gonna go back to the way it was back in the fifties. It's gonna go back to small venues that have a large ticket like like large ticket prices, like six hundred dollars for like a bar ticket, right? Oh, okay. And I think that's gonna help out with the pandemic and for bands to be able to fill th- fill places out. Like arenas for me, it's not gonna happen the next year. Like unless you're like you're gonna risk going out for this new, new Omni, whatever variant, Omicron variant yeah. or whatever it yeah. is. I mean, like look at football. Like there's like 55 guys out. They're, they had to change three games this week. Oh yeah, because yeah of they COVID. postponed because them. of COVID, and yeah. that's gonna affect music. It's gonna affect all of that. But if they do small clubs and small venues, they can control it better. Yeah, but I, they can jack those ticket prices up like 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 crazy. Oh, completely agree. I, I know that's what they did for uh, to make any sort of profit when uh, the pandemic was happening last year. I just right. actually went to my first concert since before the pandemic uh, about a week ago, actually, and it was Guar. It's down at the Oriental. Oh shit! Yeah, no way. A nice small venue like that, but uh, it was great because. Uh, you know, I know it's very divisive, but they were asking for proof of vaccination for that show. 
But because of that, nobody had to wear their masks, which I was really happy about. Because right, I'm like, right. If I have to wear a mask during a guar show, it's going to be like I'm getting waterboarded. Oh, yeah. Literally. The entire Literally. fucking time. Well, hey, guys, I, I know it's not the end, but I just want to cheers to you guys. for oh, Thank you, you guys you. so much for having me on. Like, I'm having a blast. Oh, I like, am I'm having literally a having a blast time as well. Thanks, Thank man. you for yeah. coming on. We were grateful to have you here, and I'm happy to meet you for the first time and actually interview you. Yeah, me too, and the first time we're talking through a microphone. <laughs> oh, I know, man. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not on Discord. Yeah, I uh, like you had. Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> when you brought up, it's just like we met a lot of cool people through the Denver's Blind thing. Yeah. Just to go back to that, like the pandemic was in a crazy time. Like, how did you personally deal with all that? Alcohol. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and and a, and a lot of me. a lot of crying in the tub. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> honest, honestly, if I didn't have my two dogs, I would have not gotten through the pandemic like, oh, wow. whatsoever. Like my my dogs were everything. It what really what really sucked is I've been lifting since I was 12. Like oh, wow. fitness has been like a huge part of my life since since that point. And then not being able to go to the gym mm-hmm. for like two months. Oh, I bet that was some hardcore like withdrawals. Oh, like, dude. almost on the. I could imagine that being almost on the point of like alcohol withdrawals if you're an alcoholic. Just because it's become so ingrained in <laughs> yeah. your routine. Yeah. Have you, have you ever uh, beat a woman, gone to like AA because you've missed the gym? Jeez. Well, I do. Honestly, it's close. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. In, in high school, I was addicted to painkillers because like, oh, my, my dad got this ooh, huge car accident and it had tough. like thousands of pills everywhere. And I used to sell them in school. I'm, and I'm just, oh, yeah, you're about our age, I would assume. I'm 30. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you grew up in that age where fucking it was easier to get fucking Oxycontins than it was weed. Yeah, 100%. Dude, oh, yeah. 100%. Everyone had pills all over the place all the time. Yep. And, and I'll tell you what, getting over that was a piece of cake over the gym. Because that's like my mental release. That's yeah. like that's like how I stay sane. You know what I mean? Like I, I go let all my frustrations out there. I, I get that done there, and then not be able to have that, and then sitting in the same room, it was like I was jail in jail again. Oh, definitely. You know? Oh, I believe yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's fucking crazy. Like how how like that pandemic just altered everything about everybody's life. Oh yeah. I I honestly was surprised they didn't open the gym for at least so many per per time or at least uh like golf because golf wasn't even open well, and I that's mean, the most distant you can get a, a lot of you're these, outside yeah <laughs> a lot of these gyms too because you know that's the 21st century it's big chain gyms and shit like that they're all oh, yeah. across the country yeah so you know they had to have like five guys from fucking harvard business school scrambling for a solid six months like how, how do we get back to work in uh, with reduced capacity and make sure that you know the boss can still get his bonus at the end of the year so, you know, they got to take time for that. And yeah. a, lot, a lot of them couldn't. There's nothing they could do, you know? Like, a lot of them tried, like, online classes and stuff, but no one's got fucking equipment at their house they can use. Oh, yeah. Plus, that's yeah. the that's why they go to the gym. That's the modern equivalent of, uh, you know, those home exercise tapes from the 80s and 90s. Nobody fucking does that. It's, it's something that people no. are like, I'll sign up for that and then just never do it. Mm-hmm. No, and that's why I, I really don't believe in, like, doing exercises at home. It's like you should go to a different environment where everyone has the same goal of trying to get fit, and you yeah. should use that as a motivation around you. It's like every time I see someone who's like bigger or jacked, more jacked than I am, it's like this is this my that's our goal. That's why I'm here. Let me push a little harder. Let me let me do that. And when you do it at your home, you got nothing pushing you besides you know like for me it was two dogs that are trying to lick my face while I'm trying to film roll. Yeah. Right. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Oh, plus I, being in your home, you're like man. This is gonna hurt doing these exercises, and my couch is right there. Why, why don't yes. I just go sit on the couch? Yep. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, I already did twenty push-ups. Like, yeah. I mean, that's more than that's my good, neighbor right? did. Yeah. <laughs> that's more than the neighbor did. As a man who works out uh, hourly, uh, as you can tell, there's uh, <laughs> you. There for sure is that thing of just you. You wake up in the place of where you're supposed to get everything done. That was just tough to get through. Yeah, and for 100%. sure. I agree with you on the gym. 
I know sometimes it can be degrading from from my point of view, and that's just because when I was a kid, I went to like a mini fat camp, but thank God I had some like medical excuse. But like when you go there, there's just a bunch of fat kids, and you're like, we're not here to have fun. We're definitely gonna be running. Well, to go, to go to the gym with me, man. I I worked. In, I had my own personal training studio for seven years. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I, I did. My my focus was in uh, fitness genetics. Oh okay. Because like okay, so are you uh, certified? You don't mind me asking. Well, I, I was twice. I just gave it up because honestly, the, cer- the 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 certificates for like ASFA and stuff like that, like in NASM, they're so far behind in what actually happens in their body. Oh Like really? they're, they're like three years behind actual like clinical studies, right? Because it has to go through academics and go through all that to get to that point where it goes on a test. Of course. And they're like four years behind. Mm. So for me, I'm like, you can fuck off with your certificates or whatever. It's like, if you keep up the science, then you're fine. And for yeah. me, like fad diets, like keto and all this other stuff, like if it works for you, fucking great. I, I, I want what was ever's best for your health and for, you know, to benefit your life. Yeah. But what we actually have to talk about with fitness is, is genetics. Every person is different, right? Like Mongolians can digest dairy but four out of five americans can't have any dairy because lactose intolerance after five years old apologize to mongolia <laughs> why no, are you no, apologizing, no, apologizing. <laughs> they got strong ass stomachs they, they, may, got, they may i'm be one of the lucky americans that. i can digest my dairy just fine we, i them. hate you so much <laughs> i mean i love you as a person but god damn i come you. from hearty german and scottish stock yeah, yeah so that, yeah, you're built for that shit <laughs> you probably got like one percent mongolian there somewhere <laughs> it's all in your stomach Again, Mongolia, we really do apologize. <laughs> Our reviews do not reflect. Watch your Mongolia stats like sky th- skyrocket. <laughs> this guy we're mentioned just, dairy. We're just happy to be talked about. Yeah. Thank you. The yes, five we people can that do live dairy. there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all named Khan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mongolia. Yeah. I really do apologize. But uh, no, so like my idea, like when I was doing, like trying to help people out, was like, how can I like do this scientifically and try to help you out? It was genetic tests. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody's different. So if you do genetic tests, Find out exactly what you need to do for your genetics, fitness, diet, all of the above. That we can we can actually come up with a real plan that's not gonna you know, depress yeah. you, right? You know? Yeah. Because I I know there's there's been tons of people I've worked out with. It's like I do the same thing and I try different fads and I do this and I just get I get frustrated. I get sad and depressed, and I see all these other people that are doing it and they're they're doing great. It's like well, unfortunately we don't have a system for everybody yet, but we kind of do with genetic tests. We can kind of figure that out for you. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, like, I, I feel like I, I don't want anyone to be discouraged because there is answers. Oh, I completely you know I mean? agree with that. I, I hate I hate the discouragement of people like, oh, I don't think I can get fit. I don't think I can do it. It's like everyone can. I just don't think they have the right information. Definitely. And and for sure, they obviously need to work through some stuff. Like, I was uh, – when I was talking with uh, my therapist who I used to see, uh, he was talking about he wished that there was a place where you can actually do therapy at the same time while you're actually doing the gym because that would like help out and just get rid of like a lot of mental blocks or something. Right, right. Well, I, I, I do think – and I, I don't think like maybe excuses is the right word. For, for, for this at all, yeah. But I do think we have like self pity, and we are, we're always kind of. And I do this. I do this all the time, man. I'll be honest. I'll be like, well, I don't want to lift that weight right now. I just, just want to go home and smoke some weed. I want to play my video games. Yeah, yeah. I need that sweet, sweet <laughs> serotonin. Rush. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And I think we all go through that to a point. And I think that therapist idea is fucking awesome because it gets rid of bullshit excuses. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah. It keeps your it keeps your mind off of how grueling the exercising is by making you think about something else. Because that way you're actively working your body and your brain at the same time. Yes. And I think that's as important. Like you know, if we're working out, we got to work our brains out too. Like I try to read. I try to read 30, 40 minutes every day. Try to listen to a podcast every day, just just to get fucking cultured, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, 
half of half of us, especially especially in Denver right now, what I've, what I've been seeing is like everyone just sits on their couch and like watch the TV, and they're like, "When do I have any time?" It's like, well, you do have time. You don't yeah. need to watch Doctor Who for the sixth time. Well, I mean, you can you, do something. You can, else. but you just got to get on like stairs or something, <laughs> right? Like uh, the one I used to go to was uh, Vasa, and they actually had like a movie room, and they'd like. It sucks because they only play one movie a day, but if they that played, does, uh, yeah. just on repeat, yeah, if they played like different things, oh my god, be there every it single day. It would be day. nice if they had more than just because I have a membership to Vasa, and yeah. mainly I haven't dropped it yet because keep telling myself i'll get motivated to go back and also it's cheaper to just pay for it than pay the ridiculous prices of cancellation fee for that that's shit. one trap well, well and you can you can send that bill to your insurance company and they'll lower your insurance rates oh yeah really oh yeah dude if you go to the gym at least three to four times a week or go to the gym it, it lowers your insurance because, Fuck, because you might, oh, i didn't know that it's, okay, pre- in, it's preventative medicine right oh, like you're, okay. pre- you're pre- preventing stuff right See, I didn't know that. I knew that through different work insurances. There's actually a uh, program called GloboFit, I think, or something. Yes, I, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and, they, exactly talking about. and they cut like discounts and everything, so you skip like a lot of the bullshit of uh, of like, oh, you're gonna have to pay 129 when you quit. Huh. Interesting. I know one of the problems too for me when it comes to sticking with exercising is, uh, and I can't speak for everybody, but it's the the fact that I I'm one of those people who's definitely been programmed just by the way the world is now uh, for instant gratification. Yes, and when it comes yeah. to exercising, yes. the yes. lack of yes. instant gratification, uh, like is a definitely dope, definite turnoff I, in that I, regard. I had read, um, I think it was Atomic Habits, uh, tiny changes, like uh, big results or something like that. But it was talking about how you, and this is for everything in life. Of anything that you want to do to get results, you do have to love the boring part of it, and that's where a lot of people get lost, is just that daily grind of, I have to do this, I have to do this, because the first week you can go, but that second week, third week, whenever, it's going to hit you, and it's yep. just trying to love that. It's getting to that yeah. second, third week. Or if week. like you're in constant um, like depression, and you're just like eating constantly like the same thing and then there's one point to where you're just like why am i fucking doing this and then you just keep fucking eating i've been doing that a lot recently i've been doing a lot of stress eating well, it's fucking mm-hmm. bad it's, it's kind of it's funny you just said that because I, I finished a book it's, i think it's called uh the small things or like oh, sorry the compound effect the compound effect right okay. and it's about making micro changes it's not about making like listen like i'm gonna i'm gonna cut smoking like not i smoke the, the vape right like, big new yeah. year's resolution type thing no it's, it's about digestible things you can actually do every day yeah Right, like you know, like for me, like meditating two minutes a day, it's like I can't sit still whatsoever. But if I do two minutes, you know what? That's better than I did yesterday, right? Oh, Without yeah. doing it at all, right? And that's a, that's a that's a micro accomplishment. And if you can do that for long enough to where it becomes a habit, then you can start to increase it to now I'm meditating four minutes a day. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And like let's let's say like you might miss a day or two, right? So I, I you know, seven days a week, I, I I got four days in. That's a huge improvement from the last week. Where you did none. You build off that. And the entire thing about the compound effect is not about killing yourself about it. It's like, well, I, I, fuck, I missed a day. Shit, like, I, I, you know, I, I, I got to stop doing it now because yeah. I, I fucked up. It's like, no, it's like, okay, you missed a day, but you have, you have tomorrow. Yeah. You can still do it tomorrow and, and make it better. Because I, I think a lot of us go through this whole thing of, like, self-punishment. On like not being able to do this, and then we and then we degrade ourselves, and then we put there, we put ourselves in this like almost tomb of like not knowing what to do after that. It's like, well, I, I fucked up so bad that you know I, I can't do it tomorrow now. Right, we definitely. Do this, we do this whole thing, and like, why why even bother well, trying again? Because I'm just gonna fuck yeah. it up again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and we, we we go through this self-deprecating thing, and like it just sucks. And I don't think we should do that. 
Yeah, yeah, be happy with those little micro accomplishments, you know? Definitely. Um, what would you guys say is, like, one of your flaws that you fall into, like, traps? Because I know mine for sure is just eating fried food. I, It sucks to kind of get up and do that but grilled. Because I just forget and I just get lazy. Marcel, and it's like I don't a, think we have time for that list oh, of we got traps time. that I fall into. <laughs> this is going to be a seven-hour <laughs> let, let me pull I up I would not school. be mad about that. I love this. <laughs> this is my favorite podcast I've been on so far besides oh, mine. Oh, thanks, Woo. man. Yeah. This is awesome. No, yeah. Look. Obviously, like because you're the, the subject, we want to make you feel comfortable. And we also just want to include you and just speak your mind because we're not going to censor you. We don't like – we really just want to be real well, more for, than anything. For everyone listening to this podcast all over the world – these are the two of the most kind people I've met up front so oh, far. Thank you, you man. You make me cry. Thank you. Honestly, I've never felt so uncomfortable in front of two people so off the bat. Oh, ever. that's great to hear. Thank we you. really appreciate that, man. Thank like, you. This, Trip this, will this, be this, back this. after we stop. No. No, this has been a great experience. Like, I, I could do this all fucking night. Like, oh. I love this. Thanks, man. Do you guys man, like really the moonshine? Really oh, that's it's great. It's fucking fantastic. Don't worry. It's legal. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm getting to the point where uh, this moonshine's kind of mixing with the whiskey residue that was in there from whatever he was drinking the other oh, day. Yeah. So oh. it's like, no, it's that's, really kicking in that's there. That's still from two weeks ago when from Tyler brought ago. the, oh. yeah. So, yeah, it's whiskey that's been fermenting for two weeks. So, so Venom's just going to come out of the can. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. <laughs> Have you seen No Way Home yet? No, oh. I'm, 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 one of those, I'm one of those people that I have to wait for the Marvel movies on Disney Plus. Oh, like, like okay. I'm, I'm still budding for Eternals right now. Like, I'm, I'm oh, so, uh, next which month, will be early January sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, good movie. You just good not movie. comfortable with going back to the movie theaters yet, or no, I just fucking hate movie theaters. Like, they're disgusting. Ah, it's just, see. It's just popcorn and kid boogers everywhere. Oh, man. Honestly, I will say they've gotten a yeah. lot better as of recently, and it's purely because not as many people are going to the theaters anymore. I also will say, if you go to one Alamo Draft House, because they, like, they kick people out if they're... Making they're a giving mess a, and shit. Yeah, they'll give them a warning, and then after that, it's like, you're fucking gone. Like, no refund. All right, how about this? If you guys go to the movies, I'll go with you guys. Okay. Oh, I will go, I'll go with you guys. Definitely, man. That. Yeah, we'll have to, like, pan a big old thing. Oh yeah. What's the next big thing we're all gonna see? Uh, Matrix. You, you and Josh already went and saw that, didn't you? Or is that not out yet? No, it's not out yet. I'm going Wednesday, but I don't mind going to see it again. When's uh, when's that uh, the Doctor Strange movie coming out? February of uh, next no, year. I want to uh, say May. 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 Oh, they keep pushing that shit back. It was supposed to be December this year. Yeah, I know, man. Oh, oh I want to see it so bad. It's uh, it looks good. I'm excited for it, especially after seeing No Way Home. That's all yeah. I'll say since you haven't seen it. Oh God, I want to see it. Oh, oh my God, Octave uh, Doc Ock, dude. Oh my God. Oh, oh, Alfred Molina is a G. Oh, yeah. I love that uh, interview that's being memed right now where everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's just so great to be come back to this role after so long. And Alfred <laughs> Molina is like, I'm just here for the money. <laughs> yeah, I do love that kind of honesty. Did, well, he's <laughs> saying it very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah. No, but still, the man's like, got such comedic timing that you're like, I fucking appreciate oh, you, definitely. sir. Have well, you? Did you grow up uh, reading Marvel, or did you just love the movies growing up, or...? Well, I was, like, really, really big into, like, the 90s Marvel cartoons. Oh, yeah, like the 90s oh. X-Men and the 90s Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, like, oh, I, yeah. I, that, like, that really made my, my, my entire life. That and Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> the biggest problem with uh, 90s X-Men is when I started getting into the comics and the other versions of that, uh, I was very confused by the fact that Gambit and Jubilee weren't, like, two of the main X-Men. It makes no <laughs> sense, because, like, they put on TV, it's like, oh, these are, like, the main guys. And you, you look at the comics, like, I love looking, like, YouTube and, like, having, like, the people, like, read the comics to me, because I don't fucking read. You yeah. Know? Right. Uh, audiobooks and shit, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, fuck. But, uh... We could go on a 30-minute tangent about audiobooks. <laughs> oh, my... I, I mean, but all of us could. We, but... we all do. That's how I play video games and read. Yeah, I mean, like, it's why easy. not? Why not? Yeah. 
I, I really went all out with audiobooks during the pandemic because I was working for the first like year and a half of the pandemic at a Home Depot doing overnights. And oh, a lot Jesus. of that I would spend uh, my entire night just in a department by myself stocking shelves. Yeah. So nobody to talk to. So that I'd just be getting eight hours of book listening in a night. Yeah. I, uh, and so i just fucking tear I, through books. I, I used to work at Costco one time during the ho- – well, a few times during the holidays. I was actually working with the uh, the trees, Christmas trees. Okay. So legit, you're by yourself for there. And I read like Ready Player One, which is like 12 hours and like two shifts. 12, Which is insane. Twelve hour audiobooks. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, for me, because I read a lot of Stephen King, uh, like when I okay. see a twelve hour yeah. audiobook, I'm like, man, that's kind of short. <laughs> oh yeah, his are like seventy two or something. Uh, I think his longest one, The Stand, is something like fifty hours. Oh wow. Well, I, I do gotta tell you guys this because you guys would appreciate this. So all of my books, except one, all of them are all like self improvement books ex- oh, except yeah. for a star wars comic dark plagueis <laughs> nice i don't know too much about dark plagueis but yeah i wish Nathan was here to... right now he's our resident he, uh, star wars oh, nerd i know more than God. he does <laughs> <laughs> oh we're gonna I, get them on together we're gonna have I to know, have you two on a podcast together i know everything Lathan is this guy and this is one of the things i love about him he is just a repository for lore doesn't matter what like fandom it is if he has even the slightest interest of it he knows everything about the lore and that's what makes him such an effective dungeon master for the D campaign we're in right now well listen i love the guy already but i know more about star wars than he does <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to devise a game show oh, night this where is we gonna be too oh, trivia we yeah. should that's not a bad I idea yeah. shit on this guy even though i love him already. <laughs> Lathan, if you hear this, you've been called out. You have been, sir. This is going to be good. <laughs> no. the, poop, oh. the poop comes from love. <laughs> mm, plans are formulating already. Oh, I can't definitely, wait. man. We got ideas already. So, I All mean, aside from that, with uh, I gotta, we're going to bring it back to football, but like, right. w- uh, did you ever play or anything? I actually played in a professional football league. Oh, really? Really? I did. CFL or anything? It was called the RPFL. It was a farm league for the CFL and NFL. Wow. So they would, uh, I'll actually show you guys pictures while we're talking. Oh, but, yeah. Um, That's crazy to me. They talk awesome. so little about like farm leagues for the NFL. That it's ridiculous. They don't yeah. talk about it at it all. Talk Whereas about it all like the time every the other sport, it, well, the NBA is the G League now because Gatorade bought it. But yeah. the minor leagues, the fucking G League. I, I know hockey has one, even though I don't know what it's called. Uh, yeah, no, you're completely right. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's something like weird, though. It's, it's not called like. It's, like it's the Canuck League, eh? Oh, it's Canu- <laughs> uh, y- y- your Boston Canucks. It's called Canada, all of Canada. <laughs> Blame Canada. <laughs> Speaking of South Park, uh, I just <laughs> I love South Park. I, I just finished the post-COVID uh, second special that yeah, just came out. The second one, don't tell me, don't tell me the second one, but I watched the first one. Oh, the okay. first one is so. Well, fucking they're adults, good. right? Yes. Yep. And the second one the, is so. Is good. it good? So definitely, good. it's a good ending. Dude, I can't believe they're adults. Like, I, 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 it made me feel old. Um, <laughs> so my theory right now is, and this is not giving away spoilers, but I okay, think the, okay. these uh, 14 specials that Paramount uh, ordered with this deal that Matt and it's Trey like just signed. $900 million, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah something, something, yeah. Something crazy. insane. But, uh, my theory is that these 14 specials that they ordered are going to be... A movie? Uh, their own continuity because they're still doing seasons of South Park. So oh, okay. I think that those are going to be almost like a separate timeline from what they're going to be doing with the main series. I okay. think it's going to have to be because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, yeah. They, they've, been, they've been like, what, nine, eight years old for 25 years? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, something like that. Because I know they went from the third grade to the they, fourth grade they, in, like, season four or five. It was they, way yeah, back it was 2000. And, it, and if we're going, like, regular years, then, hell, they'd be as old as us. Yeah. A right. little bit younger. All right, so I found my draft picture. That is awesome. Oh, that's like awesome. That. Yeah, I think I've seen that before, yeah, on your Facebook. Yeah, um, it was kind of, like, an interesting experience because, like, I, honestly, I didn't play one down of football at all my entire life. Oh, really? Whatsoever. What was your position? I didn't know one until uh, I got drafted. Like I, I love it. So I went this. I went to a tryout for the uh, Valor Arena football team in DC over in over. It was near Baltimore. What are those tryouts like? Is it basically just a, a light version of the combine? It, dep- it, de- it really honestly depends on the league. Every league has a different kind of tryout program. Like the NFL has the least effective out of all of, out of everything. Like the, the way that the way they actually like. Define players is stupid. Like, it doesn't matter how many times you can bench 225. It doesn't. Yeah. What it matters is how you can play. And they need to actually, like, start, like, basing that off of that and not do, like, actual just trials of how high you can jump and how all this stuff. You really got to, you got to, you got to test your mental. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I loved about, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but after I did the, uh, uh, the Valor football, uh, football tryouts, and I only did that because I was trying to market my, my my supplement business and genetic fitness testing business. Yeah. Okay, I was like, I can I, I can go like a hundred guys are trying to get the next level, and then we'll pay for it. And this was my marketing idea. And I ran a four seven at the tryout. Oh wow! And I was like, I need to rethink what I'm doing right now. Wow. Yeah. That was my first forty yard dash I ever ran in my entire life. Was a four seven. That's yeah. fucking impressive. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know what? What I'm gonna do is as soon as I got back to the, stu- the, 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 the studio. Oh yeah. Well, let's all get a quick cheers because I love you guys. This has been a hoot yeah, yeah. and a holler. But, uh, oh, are we gonna, okay. but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we did touch. I thought we touched tips. So I went <laughs> through that, and then I was obsessed with finding a league to join, like that I could be competitive. I could do something with. So yeah. I, I found the RPFL, the Rival Professional Football League, and uh, I signed up for their tryout, which was about five to six months away from that Valor tryout. Oh, okay. And I was like, I'm changing my entire bodybuilding program. I'm changing everything up to, just, to, just to be an athlete. Yeah, and changed it up, and I went to the tryout for the RPFL, and they only had they could only pick ten people out of the whole tryout, and I was the tenth person. Oh wow, and dude! The guy literally said, the owner of the whole thing was like, "I know you're not a football player, because you're the only person in this entire place that went to a college without a football team." Oh Jesus! <laughs> He's like, "We're giving you a chance." I was, I was like, "All right, let's fucking do it." <laughs> Got drafted into Detroit. Awesome experience. And then I went to go play in Atlanta for yeah. uh, for a season, and I, I learned some shit the hard way. Man, playbooks are hard. Oh yeah, definitely. It's surprising. Like it's holy, very surprising. Especially playing multiple positions. I got drafted as a running back, but ended up shifting to free safety, oh. slot receiver, and then gunner for special teams. Jeez. Wow. Now, I, as I told him, I was like, "Listen, I will play." Okay, I'll play whatever you want me to play just so I can play football. I don't want to get into like specifics or anything or ask you what you were paid, but I'm just wondering if you were paid more than uh, what an arena football league is because I've seen like some of the guys who are the top people in arena football and they they were working like day jobs at Best Buy. I know a few for the Colorado really? Crush were. Yeah, a few for the Colorado Crush Are the Crush, Crush still around, or do we not have an arena no, football team uh, anymore? It disbanded. In a... Wasn't Elway a co-owner of that yes, or something? Yeah. he was. But that's actually an amazing question because technically – by the contract standards, you can make up to like half a million dollars. Oh wow! Wow! By the contract standards, based off incentives, performance bonuses, and yeah. things like that, you, you you get paid zero dollars for joining, zero. 
of course. It's all incentive-based programs. Because um, all incentive-based. That's how they get you to work your ass off for no money. Were, like you just exactly. Gotta, you gotta yeah. Put in the work. Exactly. Were there, were there ever any like bonuses if you were like say called up or drafted out or anything? Because yes. I know. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Oh God, for the Steelers, because I know he went to CFL or somewhere and went to a farm league, and then um, he got drafted up to the arena football. Tommy something. For the Steelers back in like the 2000s, I can't remember his name. He's like in the first XFL. Well, we oh. we, had, we had a guy on our team that got pulled out in the middle of a game because he got drafted to a Arena Football League. Oh, what? in like, the middle of the game? middle of a game, it was like, hey, hey, pull him out because if he gets hurt, like <laughs> we're liable. Yeah, for exactly. Because <laughs> they they signed his rights over to the the, the league. Oh, because I'm sure they wanted that, that payout from yeah. the NFL. That minute though, wow. I mean, can you imagine like you're middle of a game and like, hey, hey, stop playing? It's like. No, like I'm but doing, I'm on a roll. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing I'm really well. Yeah, what's going on? I got drafted to the Lions. I'm going to go back and play. <laughs> well, it's funny you said the Lions because the guy I used to play practice against was a corner for the Lions. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And like, you know, it, the, the, the RPFL is not like maybe like the best place to get your shot by any means at all. But it's a step at least. But at it's, least it's it, something. But you're trying, right? That's, yeah. all, that's, that's all you can do. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's just try your best to, to, to be your best, you know? But what sucked is, man, like, I lost seven goddamn pounds during, like, training camp and football season. And I was like, I need that weight. You know, playing corner and, or playing slot receiver and playing gunner, like, you need that weight to yeah. push. Especially so you don't get your shit rocked when you get hit. <laughs> my, oh, I'm going to pull this up. Because my, my first play of my professional career, I got a penalty because I hit someone too hard. That's hilarious. Oh, but man. you definitely need that weight because you don't want to be like a Wes Welker who's so oh, yeah. undersized that yeah. his whole career is just concussion city. Yeah. Oh, hell he, yeah. really, he really was for that poor guy. Yeah, I that mean. Poor, even Julian Edelman, I feel bad for that guy. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it guy's tough, but still, he got fucked. I mean, oh, even it makes as, me worry about Javante Williams because he's oh, kind of small he, for I a I think he back. actually is out till a week, uh, for a couple weeks. For a concussion? For something. I don't know what. Oof. But I was going to say, out, he's out. weight in sports matters so much, which is uh, – well, especially even, football. Oh yeah, because uh, Jordan uh, even put on weight like after he won the finals because he's like people were just manhandling me. And oh, yeah. I saw. Was that the, was that the uh, yeah what, the last dance? Last dance. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I, no. I love you guys so much. God damn. Between his first doc, run man. and his second run, you can, uh, of three peats, you can see that he put on a lot of weight because he's oh, like yeah. I need that fucking muscle because I'm getting fucking bullied. Yeah, and I'm getting older, so I'm slowing down. Well, a I noticed bit. that too in the little bit that I played sports was just it was all back uh, backyard shit, but. Like, there were guys that were smaller than me, but they had enough muscle to where they were taking me down. I was like, fuck. When I played peewee football, I, uh, one of the linemen on our team was the uh, coach's son. And this was like eight, nine years old. The kid was so – he wasn't, like, particularly tar or anything, but this kid was so fat that they did not make peewee football pants big enough for him. Oh, here. Oh, so so they had to buy adult pants – that they would duct tape to his thighs. Oh and man! To keep him up, and so, so he was like Iron Man when he came out the cave. It's, it's that that one right there, that right there, and I'm 21. All right, let's. Watch I this. I fuck Seventeen's life to pieces. <laughs> oh no! That, here, that guy called go. my mom to apologize. <laughs> nice. That was a solid hit, and I got a penalty. Oh my God! Here. Oh please, yeah. You didn't even. Oh come on, that wasn't even an illegal hit. Yes, it was. He he, he turned he turned his uh he turned his shoulder pads too late mm. or late, but still it was my fault. He did it on purpose because the guy wanted to get fuck that that penalty. It's the NFL's equivalent of flopping. Well, yeah. I, I, honestly, I never played football before, so I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. 
I was like, what am I? What the, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just kind of like running in place. It's a very crash course for you. So when that happens, you're like, okay, I got to remember not to do that again. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, you didn't play. You played flag football like maybe like a portion of your life. You go straight to a professional league and not know shit. <sighs> that it's amazing though, just how many. <laughs> I fucked him up, right? Oh, dude. It's amazing just how many different paths there are to the NFL, though, because uh, one like, of the things I did early in my editing career, because um, my my main career is uh, freelance video editor, and I was commissioned to okay. uh, follow okay. this guy around who actually got uh, got invited to a pro day uh, with NFL scouts uh, no down shit. in CSU Pueblo, uh, and he was a punter, and so we got to follow him around for a while. I got to meet a Miami Dolphins scout and everything while I was filming it. How was that, man? Oh, it was a lot of fun, and dude had a hell of a leg on him. But it's just so fascinating that like there's – uh, I didn't play on any like D1 teams or anything like that. No, I was never in the SEC or the Big Te- Big 12 or Big 10, whatever it is. Uh, but I'm a good enough kicker that I'm getting this pro day where fucking NFL scouts are going to come watch me and like two other people. And then there's your route, which is, uh, you know, I joined a farm team. And yeah, yeah. if, uh, you know, if I had hit all the right notes, I could have been called up to the NFL it's just so cool to see, like, there's all these different paths. It's not just the traditional go to college for a couple of years, declare for the draft, and yay. Well, I just, I, I, like, for me, like, I just think, like, if you have a dream of doing something, and I always want to play football back in the day, like, my, but my brother got hurt really, really bad when he played some pro football. Oh, really? Like, he broke his arm, like, gnarly bad. And, like, my parents like, you're never playing football ever. And I used to sneak, uh. I used to sneak to the, uh, the, football, uh, the football practices for my high school. Oh, okay. And I would sneak there, and I get caught every season. Oh wow! <laughs> my parents would catch me at the at the football practice or whatever, <laughs> and like they would like get through, get your fucking ass home. Like you're not doing that shit. <laughs> uh, I was like, were all they, right. Were all they right. actively looking for you, or did they just happen to like go somewhere and it was coincidence? I was a fast kid, man. I, I, baseball was looking at me. Track was looking at yeah. me. Like especially football. After like they saw how fast I was, like yeah. they really really wanted me on there, and like. Like, well, talk to, my, talk to my mom. Hearing these stories, yeah. Same with my mom. She wouldn't let me do any sort of physical sports, not even wrestling. It wasn't until later that I was uh, – I, I really actually started to train to become, like, a, a fighter for M- uh, MMA because I had, like, membership to the gym. I was doing lessons and everything and, like – Was your style – was it, like, jiu-jitsu? Um, I was learning some jiu-jitsu in that. Okay. And then just after uh, a little while, like, I just kind of gave up because I screwed up my leg. Um, I was in a cast for, I think, like, a few months. Dude, doesn't cast suck? Dude, yeah, you can't do anything. Dude, the itchiness, though, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, just, like, the immobility shit. The, the, okay, the yep. itchiness of it is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep reminding your head, like, it's, it's just there. It's psychological. It's psychological. You know I'll any, be honest with you guys. I've never been in a cast before. You know how many pens I've lost in my cast? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Trying to scratch an itch. It's like, oh, well, that's just gone. I, <laughs> yeah, no, my, my uh, big itch. Injury thing was never broken bones, but I've had more than my fair share of concussions in my life because oh. uh, playing pee wee football, I was Damn. I, I'm not quite there, but I'm getting there. But I, I played pee wee football <laughs> up until about <laughs> middle know. school, and that was by middle school, I was because um, I played lineman in pee wee and I wanted to go through high school, but by the time I got to middle school, I was too short to be a lineman and too fat and slow to be a receiver or a running back. Oh, so man. I was, and plus I was really getting into theater and performance art. Like I danced for about ten years uh, competitively. 
Well, uh, you, know, you know what I love about that is, like, you're not just doing athletics. You're doing other things, too. Like, I, I, that's, what I, that's what I love about everybody doing, like, multiple different things. Like, I don't care if you're the fucking best lacrosse player of all time. I really don't care. But what else do you do? Right. Definitely. What else do you do? It's, it's almost like uh, that saying, jack of all trades, master of none, doesn't quite like they, they, that's almost as that's the asterisk of my life, <laughs> right? That's the asterisk of my goddamn is, life. Is, is, I've always really heard it talked about in like a uh, negative connotation. It's it's not the like but, you know there's, there's someone who experiences a ton of life. Oh yeah, there's someone yeah. who ha- has done a lot, you know. Yeah, and like I, if someone is a is a jack of all trades or, or, or uh, a jack of all trades, and it's someone I want to talk to because they have a lot of experience. Oh yeah, oh yeah. that's what I learn from, you know. Yeah. I feel like we take that for granted these days just because... We take everything for granted these days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but that even more so because, like, somebody who is a jack-of-all-trades is not seen on some sort of, like, social hierarchy as much as, say, somebody who owns their own business, whereas this guy can have, like, five different things going on and still be making just as much but more fulfilled, you know, because I know that there is a lot of attention to work rate in this country, which is good and bad for the most part, uh, but... It's just, it's different. I don't know. That's all I can get out right now. Well, here, here's, here's a funny thing about that. So, like, we all go to school to be a well-rounded person, right? Right. Yeah. We go to college to be a well-rounded person. No trade school for me, but I see well, where yeah. you're going yeah, with I mean, this. I mean, yeah. But for the most part, like, it, it, you know, society wants us to be a well-rounded person. Definitely. But then we get to the adult world, and they get want treated like hole, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? you're not as good as this? Fuck you. Okay, so you, you have a master fucking painter or whatever. It's like, well, I, I like painting. You know, it's like... Like it shit on me so hard. Yeah, it's like that bird poop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like if you're not as good as say this that everybody would know as a household name, it's like you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot when it comes to I hate comparisons. That. I hate comparisons. I I do too, man. It, it, it doesn't really give anyone a good a good fight. Yeah, you know, like it should be a fair fight. I agree. And it sucks too because that's that is the whole thing of it's in the eye of. Uh, whoever the hell is judging you, and usually they're the one with the higher position. The yes, I am the holder, if you will. Yeah, I know. I was trying to not avoid. I was trying to avoid that statement. <laughs> that uh, lean into the cliches more so. Though. I can't do it. I can't do it. You guys, you guys seem like the perfect person to ask this question. What's up? But I want to know what the best board game is out right now. Board game? Are you mm. looking for something competitive or like a cooperative type board game? I've been getting into board games so much in the past like few weeks. Like I'm just like really into it. Like mm-hmm. uh, I like uh, what is it? Catan. Oh, Settlers of Catan. Of Catan I've, I've never actually played that one, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've also been playing Munchkins a lot. Love that game. That I game is not, insane. Not heard of either. Uh, one that I can highly recommend. Uh, it's probably my favorite board game ever. Is Arkham Horror. It is oh. the first cooperative board game I have ever played, and mm. it is so much fun. I smell an idea for all of us. Uh, oh, that would be great. Play some Arkham Horror. I'd, I'd love to. to. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do a board game playing, doing a podcast together, guys. Yeah, get some drinks. Let, let's re- let's review awesome. board. Let's review board games. That'd Hell be great. yeah! We would I, need uh, to reserve the room for like four hours because there's going to be at least. I have an a hour studio. I have a studio. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not very smart. Forgive me. <laughs> the one that I've seen that looks fun as hell, it's called Business Walrus. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I've I seen that, see that shit. We got to play it. I don't know. I haven't got it. But, uh, yeah, so apparently, like, one person is a business walrus. Everybody makes up these insane fucking wacky business ideas and present it like Shark Tank to the business walrus to what they would fund. But why is it a business walrus? I have no idea. <laughs> I love it. 
I know. I, I love it. It's literally just a walrus in a suit on the cover. You guys, you guys, so can, you guys can fight to the tooth. <laughs> Toofuses. <Bo. laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This moonshine's getting to me. It's, it's some it's good soup. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, what kind is it? So uh, yeah, so I work at a liquor store called uh, Candy Shot. If anyone wants to come get some discount liquor from your boy, coming out, it's on Inglewood. But uh, yeah, we I, I I bought these guys. Midnight Moonshine is Lightning Lemonade, and it is uh, taking its toll. <laughs> oh, dude, definitely. Last time I had Moonshine was years ago, and it was like three bucks. So they were selling it for at uh, Total Beverage. Sorry, sorry to interrupt everybody real quick. I just wanted to let you all know that the Nuggets beat the Hawks tonight, so we're back to playing 500 basketball. Very nice. Yeah, we're still like seventh seed, right? Uh, we were eighth seed last time I checked, and I think we'll be back in the eighth seed with this game. But I got to be honest with you guys. I really do think we... If we make it to the playoffs, we're not going back to the uh, conference finals. No, th- this year Definitely. we are not, hundred percent. Because who is it? Uh, I know MPAJ just had another back surgery. Uh, Jamal Murray's out until February, which is oh he's out again. Fuck! I didn't well, know he's that. been out since last season because he tore his ACL. Oh, he's still out. Yeah, and they're Jesus. they're thinking he's not coming back till February because they want him one hundred and ten percent healed before they put him back out Man. on the floor. Football players would be like, "Get your fucking ass in that fucking lineup." <laughs> oh, Fuck your ACL. <laughs> and then there's was it Monte Morris who just. Torres ACL or well I I I, I hate like diverting that but still basketball is like dude Zion Williams really like he's supposed to be this amazing first round <laughs> draft pick and the guy is just like shitting on a on a courtroom like I mean like there should be feces just sprayed everywhere because how bad he is I mean <laughs> why would that <laughs> Oklahoma City I mean, you 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 watched. <laughs> You watch his uh, college highlight reels, and Great. you could see the makings of a. Um, he was good, and then I, he, uh, I think he's a victim of where it being drafted by New Orleans, which obviously by AD's speedy departure, like does not foster superstar talent. Yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna make this very easy for everybody. This goes for college football, goes for uh, in NBA, whatever. This is a crazy part, right? So, like in high school, the top one percent gets gets. Scholarships, right? Right. Or gets, or gets quote unquote drafted to a college. Right. Yeah. Out of a hundred percent out of all those college kids, one percent gets drafted. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter if it's football or NBA, right? One percent. So you're going up in the you're going up in a ridiculous amount of tiers every single time, right? Oh yeah. I mean like you understand like a one to ninety nine percent is insane. And so many of them think they've, they're on easy street once they get to the NFL and they lose that drive to work like they did in high school and college. Because everyone is just as good as they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what like, is it? Uh, Friday Night Lights even had the speech where it's like most of you are not even going to play another down after this one. Yeah. And it's, and, which it's is honest, true. though. It's, yeah. on, it's honestly true, though. It, it really is. Because it's, dude, it's 1%, man. 1% fucking percent. And then guess what? When you go to the NFL or NBA or whatever. Oh, it's even shorter. Well, guess what? That 1% turns into a lot less because there's less people for it. Not to mention um, the college drafts are getting, you know, whittled down, too, because of the emergence of, A, the G League, and, B, the European leagues. I mean, look at Facu Campazzo for the Nuggets, the man who played for Spain. He is just fucking killing it these days. Because they can offer more money now because they're they're, they're growing their brand. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what, and that's what, uh, and that's our, the, the, you can thank the internet for that. One of the good things that the internet has done for the world is like, hey, 
You want to see more basketball than just the NBA? Oh, yeah. We got the videos one, of these uh, international leagues. One of my friends I used to work with, his little brother is actually in uh, Germany playing. Oh, that's and he's cool. uh, Dude, Germany's and he's gotten, huge like, player of the shit. week. Yeah, he's gotten like player of the week a couple times. That's impressive. I should, we, should we cheers to that? Oh, yeah. Germany. Cheers. No, actually, Germany. Let's cheers this podcast because this is the best podcast on demand besides Art Mart. Oh, well, oh thank, you. thank you, man. That means a lot. I don't know much about art, but if you're ever looking for a guest, I'd love to come on and just have a chit chat. Actually, you know what? I'll have both you guys on. Oh, I'd love to. Love that. We'll have both you guys on. You guys, you guys are artists yourself, being a podcast artist. Definitely, and like aspiring filmmakers and yeah, writers. I'd love to bring up like my writing and that. That would be awesome. No, listen, I I should been hanging out with you a long time ago. Oh yeah. Honestly, because because of our fucking Denver's blind shit. Oh, it happens, man. <laughs> no, I should I should have though, because honestly, I get along with you guys so goddamn I, much. I, this I is think this is very natural. I the love way, it. It the feels way very I, natural. The way I think of life for sure is just we just met at the right place, right time, man. It's everything kind of came together to this moment. Because if we met earlier, who knows? No, Perfectly I'm, balanced as all things I, should be. Exactly. I'm just happy we could have got the connection we did. Oh, same, man. To be, I'm I'm very happy. I'm, I'm dude. I'm I'm super fucking stoked in this. I don't know if I'm just this moonshine or not, but I'm just like, it's the moonshine. Hey, no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a people. <laughs> it's a people. Listen, everyone, everyone, everyone that actually has made it through this point, this podcast, follow them on social media. Thank you. Thank you. F- you fucking send, send them emails. No, send, send them goddamn Santa letters because like, th- these guys can make That's Christmas nice. happen. We are both large and jolly, so that works. That is true. No, th- these, <laughs> I have thought these, about being a mall Santa, but you don't want to get kids puke all over you. Or pee. Or no. Poop. You can deal with pee. It's sterile. Well, you know, it smells the worst. so bad. You know, be the worst thing is a random boner. <laughs> oh, because yeah, then you just look like a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whole yeah. mall's trying to burn you yeah, at the stake. That's not a saddle. That's it. <laughs> it's a saddle palm, damn it. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is um, I think now would be a good time to take our break. And when we get back, we can dive back into fantasy football and talking all about that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I am done because I need a smoke break. I oh, do okay, too. cool. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll stop it here. And then, and then just then, space uh, bar to stop the recording. Penis. Oh, space bar. Let's. We are going, and we've got a story for you during the break. Yeah. Holy Jesus. shit. You're locked out for an hour. Uh, I want to say like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Cl- close to an hour. We uh we do the studio from an office building, and for some reason the magnets lock or the locking mechanism does not fucking work on the front door. I wonder if the cold has anything to do with it because it's dropped below freezing and that door is pretty fucking warped, so... That's a good point, but... And it's a metal door, so... Yeah. You can speculate all day. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much we were fucked. Uh, we have all our stuff in here because we were just getting some air and... <sighs> it fucking sucked. Not gonna lie, I just... I hated it. What was that guy's and, name? Alfonso. Uh, Alhanza? I uh, believe so. No, well, no, no. Uh, El Alhamza. Alhamza, what? That 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 guy really just saved our fucking ass. Oh, dude, I am so grateful. I he said he's gonna follow us, but if you're listening right he now, he did already. Oh like, yeah, I got the notification on my phone and we everything. We are so grateful for you, man. Like for fucking real. <laughs> like, what? What? <sighs> you're the one who called him. What's the name of his business? Let's shout him out because the man deserves. Like, if you're in the Denver area and you need a fucking locksmith, this man is the way to go. I did call that though when he was gonna get it. You did. You I did. called that positive energy because uh, I'm such a fucking cynic. Well, the one I, that I, I, I miss a bundle of positive. <laughs> the one that I called was Rocky's locksmith, the Denver locksmiths. They're really nice and chill, and then they just sent this guy, and he's really nice about everything, and he yes. was trying to like hurry up so he could make his movie. Yeah, he had a date with his girlfriend and yeah. to go to a movie. So thank you, sir. I hope your girlfriend. Uh, 
gives you blowjobs. <laughs> and it, she isn't too mad at you. And if she is, direct them to this podcast and she can listen if, to our if you're going, story. If you're going to AMC, you're going to have like a five-hour pre-show, so you'll make plenty of time. And it's been so long since I've been to like a Regal or anything. I don't know if they do the same thing or not. No. It's usually I, about I, like this, 15. This guy could get butt stuff after this. He better. <laughs> the man's a goddamn hero. Can we just talk about how much I hate AMC right now for how much they suck their own dicks during the pre-show? Oh, definitely. Like, the current thing they're running right now is if you go to an AMC movie, there's this whole, like, three-minute ad with Nicole Kidman. And she's like, the cinemas are where I go to be happy. And it's a place for original stories that make you feel things. And all the while that she's going on about these original stories, they're playing clips from sequels and soft reboots like Jurassic World. Um, Creed. Yeah, Creed. And it's just like, why not show, you know, a clip from Jurassic Park and a clip from the original Rocky? Wouldn't that make more fucking sense? Wait, what? Here's something I, I want to, like, know, right? For the whole world. All right, so we had Jeff Goldblum for th- almost, like, three three movies for right. Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. And we got Chris Pratt for the new ones. Right. No Jeff Goldblum. Why? Didn't he make a small appearance in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Because like, I, I remember, I think he did. I think he's a, it's one of those, like, hey, we I'll brought him back for one scene. But from what I've heard, the third one in the Jurassic World series is actually bringing back Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. See, they need to, because that constitutes continuity. continuity right. Right, with, with the whole film, like... Like that's my thing. Is like a lot of people do like remakes and they fuck up with not bringing the original cast back. Yeah. And one of the you, things, especially for Jurassic World, that I think gets lost is the reason why I don't like those movies is because the original Jurassic Park was so focused on story. Yeah. And they still treated like the dinosaurs and the animatronics and the CG that went into it as. Uh, a secondary thing. Like, they went all out for it, but it's still secondary to the story. Yeah. Alan Grant and everybody. And then with all these ones, the plot is secondary to the visual spectacle, and it hurts the movie. That's a problem, Both movies. It's, it's That's a, a lot of things today, for sure. And, yeah, you're right. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was in Fallen Kingdom. For, like, one scene, I, if I remember correctly. I think I, I that movie sucked. He's just giving a speech at it one point. Not great. That's it. It's yeah, not a great I film. Know. It was like, here's Jimmy Fallon for 30 minutes. <laughs> Hey guys, you know what would be a good idea? You hey play that game Resident Evil. <laughs> what if we set a dinosaur movie in a creepy mansion? <laughs> Brilliant. Hey guys, what are you guys talking about? Let's just play one of some dinosaur movies. Yeah. Go back to playing the Grandmaster. That's <laughs> true. He was great as the Grandmaster. Oh my god, he was so great. Uh, what he, 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 he touched that little talon or the little thing to uh, the person that's melted and he like freaked out about it. Like he thought he was didn't know what was going on. Oh yeah, you done uh, that before. You done you done that before, man. Uh, R- like, Ragnarok, right? Yeah, Ragnarok, yeah, Ragnarok, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Yeah, we like touched that scepter to the guy's head. Oh yeah, and then he and yeah. He, yeah, and he was just like he was like dumbfounded what happened. I was like, you've done this before, bro. <laughs> this is your fucking jam. <laughs> I I uh, I'm sorry. I'm still fucking healing. I'm reeling on the heels of this shit. I, I like I have all my like writing and everything in here that's like hours and hours spent, and it's like. It's almost gone like that. It's like fuck. I'm just still like I'm I'm pissed. I'm kind of dumbfounded that we got locked out. Of fucking 
<laughs> it wasn't us. It's, it's stupid technicality. <laughs> so I think the lesson learned from this is when we go out for like fresh one, air slash smoke one has breaks, to stay inside. Well, maybe not even necessarily stay inside, but you're holding that fucking door open. I don't care if an alarm goes off and oh, the yeah. cops show up. Like no. <laughs> hey, from now on, we do a rock on the door. That's brilliant. Even That's though not there's fucking astroturf and no rocks in sight around here. It's Denver. We'll find a rock somewhere. I'll bring my own rock. Speaking of AstroTurf, any thoughts on the uh, Travis Scott uh, bullshit? Oh, AstroWorld? I have a like, ton of opinions on that. Could you imagine being in the middle of the crowd? Because apparently it's like you are like you can't breathe, even though they're like in the middle of everything because of how crowded. Well, See, this is the problem with hip-hop shows like that. There were no, like... It wasn't like a Tech Nine show where most of the crowd is a bunch of metalheads. There were no metalheads in there to keep the peace. Yeah. Well, I think the big problem with all of it is there's no self-respect at all, no matter what. Like, what, even when I go to metal shows and I go do these hardcore, hardcore raves, or whatever, like. You have respect. Everyone like, picking you up when you're falling. That that's yes. why I brought up metalheads. Is that is you're, you're the, the unwritten etiquette of being in a crowd like that? Yes, is, yes. Yeah, you if know, somebody falls down, you pick them the fuck up. Even ska, ska has had like the Even nicest s- mosh pits. <laughs> <laughs> They're sweeping and shit like Mary Poppins, all in fucking <laughs> unison. <laughs> but there's no magic umbrella to get you out of that shit. <laughs> but like my my thing is like, I really want the band, and I want the environment to be fucking sane sane enough sane enough for me to be a part of it yeah I want it to be crazy enough that I have a good time but sane enough that I'm not hurting anybody oh yeah right you know what I mean like that's the thing and uh, I think security plays a big blame in the astro world thing because of how many people were like rushing and sneaking in well, they, they they knew what's going on. There there was a security issue. They knew there was a security security issue with yeah. all that stuff, and they ignored it. I, like as oh a, yeah, security at any time of that night could have just been like, we're shutting this shit down. Everybody, calm the fuck. And they down. ignored it. If they were there for you, Trip or Mike or whoever, or like yourself, would you be flattered? Yourself. Yeah, would you be flattered that like that's happening, or would you be like, all right, we got to stop the fucking show? Um, well, I mean, there, I've seen multiple videos and stuff like that. That's kind of showing that like from where Travis Scott was, he could very clearly see enough of the crowd to see that shit was getting rowdy. Oh yeah. (laughs) This guy knew. This kid stomped and he's doing the robot. Well, okay. So here's the funny thing. So I looked at a bunch of his old school like videos and stuff. Just just context, right? Like I want to know if I'm going to talk shit about someone, if it's right. From what I've heard, he's got like a history of like inciting oh, the crowd yeah. to just get too he does, unruly. Though. He does, so he actually has a history of it. You know, like you know what? My thing is like, if you fuck up one time, shame on me. That's a just bit, a, right? it's right? an right? accident. Like, yeah, yeah, and it, accident. It happens. It happens. Fool me seven times, <laughs> and that's on you, that's, buddy. Yeah. Shame on yourself. That, well, then he's an asshole in his own right with uh, his uh, manager who was having seizures. And then after he's like, I don't want to get crippled as my manager and like walked out in the middle of the room while she was having a seizure. Jesus, fuck. I mean, like, he's a he's a That makes shit you lose head. respect for a fucking person oh, yeah. real fucking I hate quick. saying this, but I'm going to say it. I'll take, I'll take all the uh, flack for it. Oh, God. But the 1% has no idea what's going on. 
whatsoever. Okay, that's, that's not me. They, yeah, no. Oh, we were like, whoa, we going in a much different do? direction? <laughs> no, 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 no. But the 1% has no idea what's going on at all. Oh, no. Oh, they're, I agree. They're they stuck in their fucking ivory towers just thinking, la, 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 la. Yeah, but one percent shuts everything down. So like, oh uh, yeah, you know, like I mean, like, it, but it is like it's true. Like one percent of the, the whole population shuts the, the FC, FCC, the what whatever it shuts it down. Yeah, right. Like it's, it's fucking bullshit. And yeah. it go saying one of my teachers said when I was in broadcasting school that I always remember is all it takes is one person to fuck it up for everybody else. Yeah, and that you see that constantly. And I mean, I think Astroworld's a perfect example of why we will never see festivals in the states that are on the scale of what you see in Europe, like the Grass Pop Festival or Download, where you've got 50,000 motherfuckers in one place. Well, we were talking about this before the podcast, right? Like, the the, the whole show aspect of what, what's going to happen with music nowadays, right? Right. Like, no. I mean, like, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna tell the, the viewers right now, like... I, I personally don't think that we're going to have these huge fucking festivals anymore. It's I could see that for, for a, a few chunk years. of time, but I think we will get back to that eventually. It, it will. It will. But for the moment, especially with a new fucking variant out, yeah. we are not doing big shows anymore. It's not going to happen. But what what artists can do is go to special clubs and do small venues. Oh, yeah. And just pay, charge a little bit more than you would yes. normally yeah. would. Yeah, 100%. Bud Light was actually doing that for some artists. I think it was like Post Malone, Lady Gaga. They actually had them go to dive bars, and then they would like fill up the dive bar, and then they just do an intimate set for them. I, I appreciate what a lot of bands and artists did over the pandemic, which was doing like virtual live shows. I appreciate it. I acknowledge it as a, a good workaround for what we were going through. I didn't watch a single one of them, though, because I've been to enough concerts in my life to know that it's not the same and that magic would just not be there. So you got to clean up your mess? Uh, well, no, it's just... there's like, for For me, <laughs> being mostly, like, uh, underground hip-hop, heavy metal, like, those are the kind of shows I go to. Yeah. There is something just about being 50 feet away from your favorite artist, like shoulder to shoulder with a crowd full of people fucking your ears are ringing by the end of the night you're not going to get that sitting on your couch watching somebody play on a stage over your computer or your tv yeah for sure like there there's something about the getting the drinks before the show having a nice buzz midway through the the lineup of the night uh just fucking rocking out hearing a thousand people around you screaming every word to these songs that you've known and loved for years and just there's something like I, I know they're performing live and yeah, it's going to sound great, but it's just not going to be as entertaining. It's like watching a concert DVD without seeing all of those gratifying crowd shots that they put on those concert DVDs. Yeah. But here's a problem, though, w- with that is that you have a maybe a quarter generation that has realized that that, that might not happen ever. Right. I mean, never happen ever. Like I've never seen my favorite band. Because of COVID. I may never see them. That is a, that's right? a pessimistic outtake even for me. But, 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 but what I was saying is, though, like, <laughs> what I was saying is, like, maybe there's other options for that. Yeah. Right? Like, you're doing, like, the live Facebook shows, the live Instagram shows. There's options besides that. But it sucks, like, having that generation of, of people that will never mm-hmm. understand just being able to take a ticket that day of going to a show 
and going to the show. Which is why we got to fight to get things back to fucking normal, because I refuse to live in a world where there is a generation that's never experienced that. Fuck that. I'd rather eat a bullet. Well, this this is the first time I'll say this publicly. Go that far. Uh, I think that everyone should get their vaccination. Definitely. Oh, I'm all for it. I'm fully vaccinated. I I think they they should, because, like, you guys are hurting the rest of us right now because we can't go to shows. Yeah. I, I I meant this weird, like crossroad of I 100% agree with you everybody should be vaccinated and everything and for a year and a half two years I followed all the masks mandates and shit like that but I've hit that wall where I'm, I'm done at this I'm point done. Where I'm I just done. don't care yeah. anymore yeah I'm done at this point yeah. I, we, we've all done what we needed to do we, we've, we've done the extra actually technically we've done the extra what everyone wants oh yeah and at this point like <laughs> you know what like we can live our lives, man. Exactly. Agree. You can like, live your lives. I've gotten to a point where I will push the boundaries, kind of. Like, I'll go into a public place without my mask. Yeah. And unless somebody asks me to put on a mask, I won't do it. But if they do, I still have enough human decency and compassion to, I'm not going to argue with them. I'm not going to start shit. I'll just be like, yes, of course. Sorry, I forgot. Or I'll be like, I'm sorry, I don't have a mask on me. I can just... you give me one? Yeah, go ahead. Well, how about this? Well, that's all of us. All of this question. Right, like, what is the absolute mandate we're gonna have for this this next outlook on or th- this next kind of uh, phase of COVID? Right, what are we willing to accept? And I think there's a big question none of us are asking right now. What are we willing to accept for this next fucking variant? Yeah, I'm not willing to go back to outdoor dining only. I'm not willing to see concert venues and movie theaters shut down again. Like, no, that's that's a step too far. Yeah. I did that for a year and a half. I can't do I, it again. My thing is just how um, it's not necessarily like the people who have been vaccinated, but the ones that haven't. Right. And that's what pisses me off because they're like, I know the science. I know the science. And it's like this person can't even fucking read a you calorie counter. You barely graduated much high school, you fucking yeah, exactly. dope. Please tell me what's wrong in the vaccine. I just don't like the idea. Well, it's like, oh. MRNA, blah, 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 blah. It's like, sir, well, you don't even know what half the words you just said means. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, about this? How about this? This is the, the best <laughs> the best analogy I can have. I, I shit on my mom about this because they were fucking scared about my, my parents were scared about the vaccine, right? Yeah. And I was like, did you, did you, like, take any step for the polio vaccine when you got it? She's like, no. I was like, then why do you fucking care about this one? I was like, <laughs> I was like, did something change crap drastically yeah. in the past 180 years of vaccinations? Yeah. Uh, but, That's like, you but, freaked but out about? Vaccines yeah. like that were tested for years before they were made publicly available. Yeah, this is a different situation altogether. We got to change with the times. Like, I'm pretty sure the Spanish, because we did find a vac- vaccination for the Spanish flu eventually, didn't we? No. Oh. No, we didn't. No, or did no, we just no, ride that no, shit no. out? We, right, we wrote it out. riding it out. We, we, wrote, we wrote it out because technically, like, for the flu, it's very hard to write vaccinations in period. Until we did RNA vaccinations for this one, which <laughs> I'm so, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just so sick of people, like, thinking, like, vaccinations are, like, new. Right, yeah. like I, I can't, I can't stand that because it's, right. it's been around since 1860. Yeah, like I, yeah. I used to get vaccinated for measles and shit growing oh, up. Oh yeah, it's and like, then you talk on. to like talk to anybody who's ever served in the military. They've gotten fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they've been injected with fucking anthrax because that's part of going <laughs> over <laughs> to the middle. No, it, I they know. have a shot. I they know. Have, <laughs> they, have, they have a shot in the military called the peanut butter shot. 
I've heard of that. You've yeah. heard of that, right? Yeah, the peanut I've butter shot. Phrasing. What is what is so, that? Okay, so I used to work with. Um, uh, it's a threefer, right? Well, yeah, it was a, it's, a, it's a threefer. But um, I used to work with uh, the the Wounded Warriors Project a lot. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, a, a lot of those, uh, I, I got a lot of stories, obviously, from working with so many of them. And the peanut, yeah. the peanut butter shot came up a lot. So I asked a lot of questions about it. And evidently, if you fucked up during your vaccination stage, they would take you back for another peanut butter shot because it pissed you off, right? So basically, they're like, we're throwing the whole fucking kitchen sink at you with this shot. Yeah. So um, imagine injecting, like, Boston cream sauce into your, yourself. Jesus fucking oh, Christ. Christ. That was the, that was the peanut butter shot, right? Like, yeah, there's uh, a combination malaria, anthrax, fucking measles. <laughs> I mean, it was all it, in one shot. It baby. was all of it. It was all just butter in your fucking system, oh, right? Oh my god. I'm not gonna lie. The those people are the ones that I find the most shocking because ninety percent of the people I know that have served in the military are during this time. We're like, yeah, I'll get the fucking vaccine. Do you know how much different shit I got injected with before I got deployed overseas? Yep. And I haven't met anybody like this in person, but I've seen enough of them on social media. And it's those veterans who are like, I'm not doing this vaccine. Like they're, despite all they've been through with their military service, they have such that anti-vaxxer, conservative. Yeah viewpoint that they're willing to just ignore so, all that to be like i'm not doing it so not my two uncles both former marines uh one just doesn't care and the other one like actually had covid and he was in the hospital for like a couple weeks and he's like fuck that like i'm getting the vaccine just stay at home because he was saying like he could barely breathe like nobody could come talk to him in the room because he's obviously isolated Did you guys have COVID at all? no i, I skipped it oh I, no shit i think my overnight job for not getting COVID because it's there bad. was just a group of 10 of us and you've been inside a Home Depot, how big those fucking places are. Yeah, so we I, were I actually love Home Depot. Fucking social distance and stuff. And I would get in there an hour before the store closed. So I had very little contact with customers and it just, I dodged a fucking bullet. And by the time I left that job, I already gotten vaccinated. So I was a lot less worried about it. I, I did have it. Man, did, it, how long it, were did, you in the was hospital? It problematic or mild symptoms for you? I should have gone to the hospital. And I, didn't. I should have gone to the hospital. Wow. Oh, damn. I should have. I, but I had two dogs, and you know, like they got to be taken care of. Right. Like, yeah, of course. It doesn't matter what, how bad I feel at all. They got to be taken care of. And I, I should have gone to the hospital, to be honest. I couldn't breathe at all. Oh, well, we're man. glad you made it through, sir. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm a survivor, dog. I ain't going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a survivor. I was I'm thinking the same. Kitten. <laughs> no, like, I mean, and we it call was... it there for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be five seconds before copyright actually infringes. Hmm. I took copyright law for like six years. How many times can you? Uh, does there need to be a space? Because technically, by that you could probably play the whole song, but. There, there has to be a, some. There's there's limitations with that. Oh okay. But, 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 but if, if if okay, so there's like there's mechanical and non-mechanical rights, right? Like yeah. Like you're playing it live. There's rights if you're not playing it live, right? So like, let's say Travis Trent did Nirvana live on stage. Yeah. There's nothing anyone can do about it because they they played a cover of it on stage. Yeah. You can't. There's there's no way of collecting rights from that, right? Yeah. I'm assuming if you're going to record your cover, you have to pay ASCAP, though? 
Yes. If you're recording though and you're selling it like that, there's a there's a different. It's not mechanical anymore. It's royalties. Yeah. Right. So like you're you're going into that. So if you so anyone listening right now that wants to do that kind of stuff, go to the uh, Harry Fox Agency. And you can buy rights for the song you want to do do it off of, right? Oh, I didn't know and that. And do it legally, right? So Harry Fox is there, Agency. Is there just a baseline of what it costs to use a song, or does like the market dictate how much it's going to cost don't, to release a song? Because don't certain artists uh, dictate it as well? Because I think ACDC's way. I, up I think there. it depends on if like the band owns the masters to their music at that point too. It depends on where your royalties, your your. Lawyer or the law, wherever, wherever you go through, that's where it goes through. Wherever it goes through, it's different. Okay, learning something new tonight. Yeah, thanks, Walt Disney. (laughs) Fucking Disney. He's supposed to be unfreeze this year. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Twenty one or twenty two? Twenty one. No way. He's supposed uh, December thirty first. He's supposed to be unfrozen. He's ki- he's chirogenically frozen right now. That's right. gonna be fun. But, uh, he was suffering from cancer, I believe, and was also a bit of uh, anti-Semite. Yeah, uh, he's a bit just of a wee bit. I, it, show me somebody who wasn't back then. JFK, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, because <laughs> he was white, evidently. <laughs> Even if it's from I, the Middle East, I I see all these fucking pictures and like, <laughs> like, like you know like all these all the churches I've been through my entire life, yeah. Especially growing up because like you know I was in private school. I was raised and, Catholic. I understand what you're talking about. Jesus is goddamn white, and like the guys in the Middle East, he must have been at least dark brown. Oh yeah, in the, the sun never all day? stepped out of the shade. He was like, yeah. I'm always under a palm tree. <laughs> and the guy was a carpenter, right? Like the guy still like was outside of the sun all yeah. goddamn day. Man, uh, no, lotion makes no sense why he was like, "Oh my god, the gun's definitely white." You know, <laughs> I I I don't judge people for their faith because I I I myself am a Norse pagan, but it the people who will argue so like with Thor you, and Odin and stuff. Yes, all right. But uh, like the people who will always amaze me, like you bring up the historical fact of them, like you do realize that the only reason. Christmas, a.k.a. Jesus' birthday, is in December, is because during the solstice. conversion of the pagans, they were like, oh, we'll do it, but we need to keep the solstice. And they were like, well, we've mm. been we've been raped and pillaged by these men enough that we'll give them that, but we're going to call it Christmas, and it'll be the birth of Jesus, you <laughs> filthy heathens. Even though the actual birth of Jesus was actually in April. I've heard that before, actually. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so it's just... But then you bring that up, and they're like, that's not true. It's always been in December. It's yeah, the birth that, of our Lord and, and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I've always heard, like, the Bible is just, like, an amalgamation of different, uh, different uh, like, religions and that that came before it. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? and plus the text has been rewritten and oh, retranslated yeah. and re-edited how, 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 so many times. This is the best one. This is the best one. All right, so King James, the, the most normal Bible in all the world. Yeah. Right? King James. He's the one that actually was he wrote, I don't, I, and that's just the version he created yeah. so he could create a church to get divorced. Yeah. Yes, and I'm put, I'm putting air quotes here, and I'm going to tell you guys <laughs> live. I'm I'm like air quoting really hard. This guy was literally a homosexual who looked down on homosexuality. 
Oh yeah, he's he, oh, right. A ton of those things. He yeah. My down faith on says homosexuality is bad, so I gotta hate <laughs> this myself. This guy was a closet homosexual. One of my uh, former bosses at Costco, who was actually at the January 6th rally at the Capitol, oh, God. Oh. started something called Gays for Trump, and this was back in like 2019 or something. Like he was on local news and everything. Oh wow! Yeah. It. <laughs> and he and he hates. Uh, like LGBTQ and all that stuff. He's gay. He's gay. I actually have a, a couple gay friends who are pretty anti LGBTQ. Like, what yeah. the fuck though? Like, really? Like, you're gonna support your own kind? It's yeah. At <laughs> least from the people I've talked to, it's uh, it's more a matter of they dislike them because they've been harangued by members of that community for not basically for not towing the party line like you're gay but you don't agree with everything we say so you're not really one of us which that's a problem with any group that you belong to in this day and age the the fanatics take over and just ruin it for fucking everybody I just really hope that everyone who has an opinion gets theirs Jesus Christ you popular bitch yeah, Jesus, man. <laughs> Sorry, there's like 15 fucking messages coming I'm just, through. I'm just sitting here like I got no nothing going on. These... And to make it even worse, <laughs> those silly Mormons try and claim that uh, Jesus walked in America. Besides my, neighbor, besides my neighbor getting evicted, that's all I can talk about right now. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, literally, I walked out this morning, I'd take my dogs out, and my neighbor had an eviction notice. <laughs> I used to work for him, too. Ooh. Hopefully it's because they're an asshole. Well, That's I, a no. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that the person probably got into drugs pretty hard, and I haven't seen him in a long time. And the last time I saw the person, they looked very sickly. Oh man! Like I mean, like white in the face, and it's a juice diet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that uh, it's that nose <laughs> di- it's that nose diet. <laughs> you got to juice, uh, you know, it's cocaine, heroin, all of the above. Right. You know, <laughs> I got my smoothie right. You know what makes me sad? Even if I could afford cocaine these days, I wouldn't buy it because of how many drugs are being cut with fentanyl these days. Denver is the mm-hmm. best place to get cocaine in the entire country. Oh, really? Really? And I'll tell you why. Because, because, right, let's say you go to New York, L.A., and then Denver. Those are the top three places to get cocaine. <laughs> top three. I know my shit. Yeah. Right, so like they have ports in L.A., they got ports in New York, and the best part about Denver is 64, because it goes straight to Mexico. Right? I believe it. Oh. Right, I, it Denver's yeah. always been interesting because even though we've always been considered like a cow town, cow town, and nobody really ever ranks us with the the major cities like New York City oh, or definitely. L.A., yeah, we're kind of like Rome. All roads lead here. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> why this is so pure here. Yeah, besides everywhere else, right? Like so, like. You think, like, you're taking it from Mexico to here, right? Where you going to stop? Houston? No, you're going straight to Denver because that's the, that's the fucking hub spot. And then they can send mm. the cut product back down to Texas. Yeah. Exactly. And they, they just send it straight to Denver because Denver is such a hot spot for all of it. Like, I mean, like, you just think about music artists. They're not going to play anywhere else. They're going to play in Boulder. Oh, fuck no. No, they're, yeah, no, they're, they're going to play in Denver. Yeah, Boulder or um, Denver or Colorado Springs are definitely, like, the two kind of hubs that I know. Sometimes. Yes. Fort Collins, Fort but that's Collins for smaller big bands. Well, yeah. but, you, but, but you think about, I mean, it's just the drug trade itself is like, why would I stop in fucking Oklahoma? Right. That's true. You're not, because you're going to make 
much bigger buck in Denver if you're tra- traveling and those 200 miles. No people that can get it to the other major cities. Yeah, yeah. But this thing is like, there. San Antonio is a hub because it's right across the border. Denver's a hub. New York's a hub, and then LA's a hub. Because oh, they have, you know, they have harbors. They have shipping containers come in, but like Denver doesn't. It has to be straight from the road, yeah. and, it, and it comes straight from Mexico, and it's usually not cut from yeah. here because it's uh, no sleep till Brooklyn type scenarios. Like just mm-hmm. get it to fucking Denver, and then it's their problem. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be this. Is pod- I'm gonna be this is this podcast, but I was a cocaine user for a while. I quit recently. Congratulations, I, I, yeah, sir. Yeah, good for you. I'm two months sober of coke. Nice. But Denver has the best cocaine ever. <laughs> There's you heard uh, it here, folks. <laughs> I, I, I'm from, I, I was from D.C. Like that was one of the hubs. Like, and the coke in there is stepped on a lot, like crazy. Yeah. It's usually baby laxatives. So like, as soon as you do a like a line, like five minutes later, you're like, I gotta shit. <laughs> I'm going to poop myself. Like I'm oh, straight I'm going to shit myself. There's a there's a joke from uh, was it Reno 911 the movie when like, yes yeah you were gonna yes say that, yeah. I, I know that like Paul Rudd's this drug dealer and he's like I used yeah. to deal drugs in uh, or used to deal marijuana in Denver and then he's like but they just love coke out there he's like I don't know the Rocky Mountains it's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great that's hilarious well, you, you know the uh, the term like like skiing for coke right like right. skiing yeah. it just makes too much sense to not be in Denver <laughs> true that's a good point. Yeah, there are. I could s- see that being big trade is all the ski towns and stuff. You get all those rich white people who are like, oh, yes, we're vacationing in Aspen. We want to do some coking <laughs> and ride the rails. I just had Italian reds. I want some Colombian whites. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald, fix my coke nail. I, have to <laughs> I say, Jimothy, get me my ivory coke spoon. <laughs> Oh no, our Scottish friends. Use your dipstick, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, guys, I think this is a good place to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Trip. Before we go, advertise your business yes, and your you socials. Want. Tell them. Tell them all. All right. So, um, I what I would love you guys to do is follow our the Art Mart podcast that we do too as well. Uh, you can find us Spotify, um, Amazon Music. Audible, all the above. Um, oh, you're even on Audible? Yes. Shit. See, that's what you guys can do. If you go to fucking uh, Lipson, they send all of it out to everywhere. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, we're we're on like seven different platforms, just not Audible or Amazon Music that I'm yeah. aware of. Well, I can hook you guys up. I, I know a guy. Hell yeah. Who knows what's going on? Hell no, yeah. but um, you can follow me on trip underscore the podcast guy for Instagram. You can also follow Art Mart Podcast on Instagram or Trips Two Cents with my business. Or, um, I don't know, just follow me on Facebook, Trip. It's hard not to find a guy like, who looks like me with a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> you can land a goddamn 52, 50, 52 bomber in my nose. But, um, yeah, I, I, just, I, I want to I separate out there. I want to appreciate these guys for being so awesome to me today. Like oh, e- even dude, out, yeah. even outside, like these guys, like we were locked outside, and these guys are still so kind, trying to get this thing figured out. Like, if you guys listen to podcasts, you're bitches. <laughs> well, the truth is, we were just waiting to finish the episode before we verbally and physically abuse you. That's well, true. I, I love it. That, that sounds like my family. <laughs> yeah. oh, be real sweet. Ro- we'll be real sweet, and then when the fucking doors are closed, I'm gonna fucking piss on your face. <laughs> They don't call me drunken stepdaddy for nothing. <laughs> Come taste this belt. No, but if you guys if you guys are trying to uh, get a podcast started, hit me up, uh, Trips Two Cents, and we'll get you set up because I want to help you guys get creative. 
Fuck yeah. That's a, that's a, that's and, a good spot. And uh, we cannot wait to uh, join you on a future episode of your art mark. Yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be a blast. I definitely think we'll be talking about the art of film the entire time. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, actually, uh, for everyone listening, we're going to do a joint episode. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, episode. we were talking about that. Do a joint episode. We can be, like, honestly, we can do it next week if you guys want to. Uh, well, next we week do... is Christmas Eve and stuff like that, so we... The, the week after. <laughs> the week after, maybe, because, like, we just do the... It's uh, not a D&D week, so... No, we yeah, we have the Marvel. That's it. Uh, well, I mean... Well, we our list, but then that's... That's probably going to be a Discord one, which we can do, like, any day of the week. Uh, that's true. That we get everybody on. That's true. So, yeah, yeah man, we'll, we'll definitely we'll plan definitely, for, like, two weeks yeah, from now. Yeah, we'll talk about it and plan for it. Do a joint podcast. It'll be great. Let's, let's make that shit happen because I love hanging out with you guys. And I'm, oh, I, I guarantee what you guys' vibe would go great with my team. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. We'd love to have, Fit like, a lot well. of people because I, I know when uh, – I'm grateful that this guy had me on because it was him and our other buddy, Tyler, who started this. And then um, – I was telling I him about this while we were out for a smoke break yeah. before the door locked off. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, even before, even before you and I saw each other the first time, I was like, Mike? Mike? You know, he's like – yeah. <laughs> so, yep, that's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> I am the beard behind the podcast. Indeed. But uh, we appreciate you guys joining us. We will see you for our next one uh, whenever that is because we're recording these ahead of time. I don't fucking know. Thank, yeah. you, thank you guys for having me, by the way. Oh, well, thanks for coming. You're always on, welcome on, man. Thank you for coming by. All right, guys. Until next time. Later. See ya. Peace.